Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. And as always, I'm thanking you ahead of time for you listening to this episode as well as the other ones. It, without you, this would just be not as fun. <laughs> so thank you for allowing me to be of service to you. And that's what this podcast is for. And speaking of being of service to you, please send me an email on any topic you would like me to address. And uh, believe it or not, all the people that are actually on uh, some of the episodes that I have published are actual people with real questions. And so it's uh, wonderful that they get to contribute a part of their life and, and share it to help another person. And I think it's a wonderful contribution that we are, we can all make. So please feel free to send me, um, anything that you think might be a contribution to the benefit of others. And we get to really learn from all the questions that come in. You can always email me at T-A-L-A-I-B-R-A 8888 at gmail.com. And I usually am pretty good at returning emails. And like I said before, I cleaned up my uh, inbox. So it is ready for you. <laughs> Send it on in. Okay. So it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've talked about heartbreak, but it seems like tis the season is this season as I'm having sessions, I'm dealing with a lot of past heartbreaks, right? Things that have developed and morphed into this need to be hard. And you know what I'm talking about? Like a hardened individual, a person who's just barricaded, very guarded, um, I would even say pessimistic. I mean, sure, why not? But I mean, to explain them as bitter is, is not even enough, but hard is the way I would want to define them as. But before I get there, I want, I want us to know how this person gets there. So this way, uh, we, we have options here. What happens to us after a heartbreak? What do we need to keep in mind? What is the ultimate goal? And I might give steps to healing. And I've done a couple of episodes on that. So feel free to look down, uh, scroll down and see if there's um, any episodes on heartbreak that you might uh, like to listen to, re-listen to. Always good for us to have our brain conditioning on important topics that we want to be able to make familiar to our brain. So Feel free to do that, but this is specifically dealing with the ultimate goal, if there's such a thing, of what we want to do with heartbreak, the wisdom of heartbreak, why we need it, why we all feel it at one point, you know? Listen, I don't think anything is an accident when it comes to human emotions. We feel it all, and a lot of the times we resist the discomfort of the feeling, especially heartbreak. Oh boy. I've never seen so much avoidance of that. <laughs> I mean, it is insane and we work against it when we resist it. And I'll explain a little bit more, but the first thing I want to tell everybody about heartbreak to get us started here is that 
the best thing about heartbreak is that it tells you that it means you've loved deeply, right? You can't get your heart broken by someone you're indifferent to. It has to be someone that you opened up your heart to and you allowed them to come in. You took that risk. It's a beautiful thing to take in that risk. Um, but it is a risk, right? But there's a, there's a lot of fun in it. A lot of fun. But I'm, I'm moving too fast again. Tala, you're always rushing me, huh? Before I even get to the fun, I just want us to understand that heartbreak means that you have loved deeply. Even a very strong heartbreak, like that the worst heartbreak we can ever experience, shakes our emotional foundation to the core. We get to experience a lot of depth in the hurt. It brings back so much, or brings out, is the best way to say that, so much emotional garbage that we need to, or laundry, whatever you want, dirty laundry that we need to sift through and really, really important because in there lies the lessons that we need to look at. That's what love is all about, is about lessons. Uh, it's not about all the other stuff that we've learned it to be most of the time. It is simply about a self-journey. Loving someone is, is about our own self-journey in loving, if that makes sense. Yeah. It is not really about the other person, although the other person gets to contribute to our journey of self-love. Sometimes we attempt to move on a little too quickly, right? You know, when our heart breaks and we're just, it's our self-esteem is scarred to the core. Our feelings of low self-worth, shame is scarred to the core. That's when we start to really, uh, want to relieve the pain too quickly. We might even distract from this pain by going out with our friends, getting drunk, perhaps moving into a relationship too quickly. We start justifying maybe behaviors that we would never <laughs> engage in, but we say, you know what? It's, I'm heartbroken. I need to feel better. And I mean, you will quickly distract. And sometimes we assume that there's healing in that. But unfortunately, it is just distraction from the brokenness on the inside. Now, I don't say that in a morbid way. I, we need that brokenness, friends, and I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> but going back to telling the story of heartbreak, we sometimes don't sit in the discomfort of the actual break, the breakup. You know, the shattering of our heart, of our ego. We don't sit in it a little too long. We want to build it too quickly. I mean, I just recently had a patient who, man, had her heart broken. And I mean, the person had left her and keeps calling her back all day long, right? And she keeps answering and he keeps calling all day long. And he basically calls her every day just to check on her. And he pretend it disguises under a really good, gentle act, but it's really not if you think about it, because he calls her just so he can give her to, you know, find out what she's doing and then let her know that he just still doesn't want to be with her. And this is happening 10 times a day. So it's like 10 breakups a day <laughs> for this young lady. And I feel for her. I really do. Uh, 
but again, her self-esteem and where it's at her, her heartbreak, she would rather go through this 10 heartbreaks and delay the feeling of a real one, right? From the cut off, cutting off of this person or detaching appropriately from this person, right? We don't have to hate someone to not be with them. And I've said this before multiple times, but a lot of the times we think that I got to nurture my pain and, you know, it keeps me holding on to a heartbreak for a long time. I got to nurture this heartbreak because if I let it go, that means I let go all the, I have to let go of all the relationship, the memories, what it could have meant the pleasure and the and the happiness it had brought me, I'd have to let go all of that in order for me to be okay. And that is a false idea. On the contrary, uh, we want to be able to walk through the memories without the pain. And that's really a good sign of healing here. If I can walk through my past without regrets, walk through my past with understanding and this is a gradual process, friends, but we're trying to get there. We have to get there by walking into the discomfort and getting to the other side. It cannot be through distraction. So you can distract yourself with a new relationship. You can distract yourself with drinking, drugging, um, escaping, but you're still going to have to come back to a broken heart. But eventually, if you don't come back to it soon enough and deal with it, what ends up happening is that you say things like, I'm never I'm never going to get hurt again. This Nobody will ever hurt me again. And you will develop this self-preserving, and not in a good way, friends, but a self-preserving uh, response to people, right? I already see them with distrust. I assume the worst about them. And we do this, you know, subconsciously, even if we're not consciously aware of it, it is happening, right? Uh, we start thinking that, if I'm in control of how much love I give in a relationship, then I will never get hurt. I will never, I will never experience this heartbreak again. But that is the problem. You see, we become very hardened after that. And the vulnerability in a relationship is what adds to the intimacy. It's what helps us be seen by others and me seeing other people right? I want to be able to give love. It feels so darn good to give love, you guys, not just getting it. I'm talking about giving love. And when I stop myself as a human being from giving love, right? And I become so guarded that, and so self-preserving that I will not give love. It will be like, I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make the person jump through hurdles and, and shit, um, just so they can, uh, so they can prove to me. Right. And it's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. My friends, it keeps us from loving people and there's so much fun in loving them and giving love, not just taking it all the time, but giving love. And when we give love, that means we have something to give. So we have it already on the inside. So plenty of self-love in order for us to give love to others right? So if we don't heal, I know what I mean about heal, I'm talking, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But when I, what I mean by if we don't go through this discomfort and deal with it, what's going to end up happening is that I'll go into a relationship with the need to control a lot of the aspects of the relationship 
right? And it's going to be like control. Even if I don't think I'm controlling, oh man, if I had a broken heart and it's not been um, resolved within me or understood better with compassion, then most of the time I go into a new relationship and I attempt to control or it goes to the complete opposite, which is, it's not, if you're not completely controlling, you develop a, an extreme detachment, uh, a fear of being vulnerable, at which point what you're going to get back is going to either be your match, which is another detached person because you need and, and give very little and the other person will give uh, and need very little, uh, which usually fizzles out kind of quickly, <laughs> or you're going to get another person that might be too attached to you. And while you are not investing that much in them, and then you're going to like them for the wrong reasons. And they're going to definitely love you for the wrong reasons because they don't know who you are. You haven't shown them who you are. So who are they loving? They're loving whatever baggage they, they kind of grew up in or what have you, which is why they settle for the breadcrumbs. It's some kind of conditioning they've gone through. So you're either going to get a fuck boy or you're going to get a thirsty girl. And either way, you're going to see it. And um, because a person that is emotionally stable and knows how to be vulnerable appropriately and can fall in love if they want to, can give love appropriately and, and connect with people, that person will find a detached person uh, cold. They'll run. They'll freaking run the other way. So we want the warmth of the, the attached person. We want the intimacy that comes with equality in giving and investing. We want that. That's a beautiful thing to have. So when it's off balance, you will get something that's off balanced as well. Okay. So we want to be a great match for whatever it is that we, we want to receive. So we have to be appropriately vulnerable so we can realize when a person is vulnerable, we can appreciate it. But when a person is detached and guarded, we'll appreciate that too. And we'll set them on their merry way and send them away with love to learn more about their heartbreak. And so we, we want to be compassionate to all. And we're here to learn a lot about ourselves in this journey. People just teach us about ourselves. They're just a guide to help us go within. And a heartbreak is the best time to do that. So take advantage of a heartbreak let's do the work. Let's go through the discomfort. I was reading an article one time and it said that if you go through a heartbreak, try to put the picture of the person right in front of you uh, in a place where you can see him and every day walk by and, you know, tell them statements that you can, um, you know, feel good about and feel real about, right? Not something you got to make up. For example, you can look at the person and say, I appreciate qualities about you. Uh, You've given me really great memories. Uh, you are a good person at your core. I know you meant well. Uh, things like that. Okay. And, and, and it would seem almost strange and counter <laughs> intuitive to most of what we do, which is let's throw out pictures of the people that we had relationships with. Let's post some passive aggressive shit on Facebook that says, I am single and I'm loving it. And you know, the hell with you, <laughs> right? Let's just do that. Okay. That's what we do in, in our society. Unfortunately, is that we attempt to, you know, say that we've healed real quick and, and we give off that because we don't know how to handle vulnerability very well. We think of it as a weakness instead of a strength. And so we, we are finding now 
now as we are maturing. That vulnerability is a sign of strength. It is not, it's no longer a sign of weakness because a person that can be vulnerable when the, with the right person, not even just with the right person, can give love, right? Whether it's at work or give love to a friendship or give love to family, give love to friends. Um, I already said friends, but when a person can give love that way, oh boy, they get pleasure all the time because giving love is so much fun. It's so much fun. You're letting people see you. And that's why vulnerability is a lot of fun. Like I said before. I don't want you to miss out. I like the idea of the picture that tells you how much you have to face the discomfort. I have to learn to sit in the brokenness with an open heart. Oh yeah, I said it. In the brokenness, absolutely. In the idea that the heart is broken, but I want to still love. I want to still believe in love. When you learn to face the person that had broken your heart and look at their picture and have no resistance. Day by day, you're working on learning to love them where they're at and to appreciate and respect the journey that you had with them, the time that you spent with them. I think that's where a lot of the healing will come in. That's what I'm talking about, really experiencing the discomfort of seeing them every day on purpose, right? Through their picture and learning to sit in them and still keep an open heart. Who said you're not allowed to love a person that you let go. That's impossible. I, I think it's, it makes sense that we'd have to let them go out of love and compassion most of the time. It takes courage to do that. And when you work on softening that heart, when you learn to appreciate your journey and soften the resistance to love and loving and giving love, then you're going to really start having a great time. You're going to enjoy your experience as a human. So don't waste time hardening up, outsmarting love. Ah, oh, fuck. Love is so smart. You'd be doing yourself an injustice if you tried to outsmart love. Ah, oh, you're way, 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 way in over your head. And you're going to miss out on a beautiful life of giving love. That would be a damn shame. And that's not the point of a heartbreak. The point of a heartbreak is to open up your heart and love and love whether I'm staying with a person or when I have to let them go. I don't need to throw out pictures, not listen to certain songs, not go <laughs> to certain places for me to get over that person. That is a very resistant way to getting over a heartbreak and learning from it. There's so much that happens in a heartbreak. I don't want us to miss it, friends. I hope this makes sense. And you're kind of getting what I'm saying. Instead of guarding yourself when your heart breaks, think about the ultimate goal of openness, opening your heart even more. Because it's unfortunate how much I see that love and vulnerability takes us to a place of hardness and guardedness and bitterness towards love, which means I am miserable. I am fucking miserable and I'm going to make others miserable too. <laughs> and so it's not a good way. It's not a good way. Yeah. You know, as much as I, I do work with people that have had a broken heart, it's one of my favorite topics to work on because this is the time where we awaken. This is an opportunity for us where we awaken to another level, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. It is through this love, the depth of it, 
to where it hurts us to the core is when we can awaken things on the inside that can bring out even more love and openness, not shield ourselves from it. And so I hope this, this gets you to look at your heartbreak. Finally confront it. Walk through the discomfort. Ask yourself, what is it that I need to face? Have I been loving people and connecting with them and enjoying them? Or have I, have I been looking at them with suspicion? Have I been looking and attempting to find their flaws? Do, is it all that I see about a person? Are there red flags? Or can I enjoy them safely? Can I be vulnerable with a person without having to expect so much with them from them from in return and attempt to control them because I was vulnerable enough. I need you to be vulnerable back, <laughs> right? Or can I just enjoy my vulnerability to people? Really respect it. Hey, I enjoy people. I don't, I don't need to explain myself and I don't expect people to enjoy me, but I sure as heck will enjoy people. What a great way to live. I don't want us to miss out. So confront your fear of vulnerability if you have it. Make sure that you're not hardened up. You're not irritable with people. That you can connect with them easily and you can enjoy them. And that's the way to do it. <laughs> it is the fastest way to do it through a broken heart. Is when you really learn about vulnerability and the power of it. And through this awakening is when we become better people. We don't want to miss this journey and this milestone of a heartbreak. We don't want to resist it. The thing is, it's not about avoiding heartbreaks. It's about how to experience it and learn the lessons that we need to learn from it. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love and light and the understanding that love takes greatness. This has been an episode of Drive Through.